to see you. day before convention mm. so convention believers convention in Nigeria starts next week sorry yeah next week that's tomorrow, tomorrow. yeah it starts tomorrow which is next week yeah. uh, it goes on for a week I mean yeah. and then when we return I don't know if we have meeting or we start prayer for believers convention Canada but I'll let us know but uh, August is going to be a, well, we're going to pray in August. Mm. 
but we'll see. We'll see. we we'll see when we start. But usually, most likely, it's usually after convention, shall But we'll see how that goes. So uh, we may not uh, be able to meet physically for some time. So it's uh, just good to see our faces. Amen. Amen. Um, also, believers' convention. September is upcoming, so I hope we're preparing towards that as well. Hope we're preparing for the one Thursday tomorrow too. Well, I guess when prayer starts, we'll get ready for that one in, in September. Amen. Amen. The Lord has been faithful and merciful to us this year. It's been a, a beautiful year. It's been an awesome year. Um, it's been a year of change. You know, we've, we've been changing. The Lord continue to change us. Um, lot of yeah. things that heaven has done, enough resources given for us to to come into life, to godliness. Amen. Yeah. And we are grateful for that. Yeah. Um, so today, uh, I don't think I have any word for us. Although, like I said in my heart, as the as as the as heaven leads, the thing concerning leading of the spirit is in my heart somewhere. So whenever God allows me to. To go in that direction, I'll go. Um, although one way or the other, we've been talking about leading of the spirit through even teachings in Christ that uh, we've been going through. One way or the other, leading shall come into into picture. Amen. Amen. Because even that entire journey itself is a leading, so that is why it's important for us to to be led by the spirit. So before we we'll see where we we'll go this morning, but. Uh, I'd like to ask if, if you have any questions so far, previous meetings, anything that you know we are yet to understand that we wanted to understand. Um, you know, do, we, do we have any questions? Question. The, thing, the thing about us here in Winnipeg is that we don't used to ask questions. I don't know why. I don't know why. Amen. Amen. But uh, we would like to ask questions secretly. I don't know. Do we like questions? Do we like asking secret questions? Okay. So I guess, and I can't assume that we all know everything. Do we, we know everything? Do we know everything? Can I assume we just know it? Maybe at this moment, there's no question that's come to mind. Okay. Only question has come. Not ask. Okay. <laughs> but then there's nobody else there, so it's like it's in secret. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what's the deal there? I have one. I have it. I just remembered. Okay. I think it was. I think it was. I think it was. I was listening to. Okay. I can't remember which which level, but how old said that? I think that. Experience different thoughts in our head that 
we sometimes like from the past listen to unknowingly just you just succumb to it something just tell you that oh this and now you're starting to identify that oh before you mm. act there's actually something instructed you before you didn't know that you just acted so having being able to sort of separate voices not not necessarily voices mm. but some like what judgments or most of things that yeah that's prompting so things like that that have made you act and then like how to separate that from the leading like from the inner weakness because or especially with i don't know how to phrase the question <laughs> especially with judgment like i like yeah i, I was i was going to tell you i was talking about how cretans would make you i was showing my husband make you um more you know like out of know the, the meaning of the spirit the voice of the holy ghost was talking about huh? well you well, mentioned something oh um three things three, three, okay three, three things, things. Okay. okay yeah he said um walk in love read the scripture and pray in tongues constantly so I'm just wondering, like, because there are things, there is, I feel the spirits that have come to our, to my thoughts, and those have come to my thoughts, and then, like, I unknowingly just act with those things. How do I then now incorporate the leading, like, inner witness? I know it's not like you mentioned it, like, it's not like, oh, should I come into worship now? It's spiritual, like that kind of a thing. Um, it's not spooky, yeah, but how. I guess I need more light in that aspect. I would say. Okay. Amen. It's like you have an answer. So you are smiling. You're like, oh, well, wow, well, let me. I want to answer the question. So, <laughs> it's like I mean, you have an answer. Okay, I suppose you had an answer. Amen. The question you asked is a very spiritual question. I mean, every question is a spiritual question, but the thing is that to answer that question. I have to wait on it. Amen. But, but if I get a sense of what you're saying, uh, you're talking about the understanding the difference or being able to separate the leading that is really, really inward weakness mm-hmm. compared to um, what we've learned subconsciously that tends to lead us yeah. that yeah. perhaps is almost similar yeah. to inward weakness. Yeah. Right? So, for example, like you're saying, you know, promptings yeah. that uh, we get and we just go, how oh, is the Holy Spirit talking to me? Uh, just being able to separate the two, right? Okay. Um, I guess as we were talking, one of the thoughts that came to me is really first thing you said in the three things which is love mm-hmm. so those said three things that will make it pretty much sharp to, to be much more inward inclined mm-hmm. mm. the first thing I will say first of all is that listen to it again again mm-hmm. concerning those three things and then meditate on the things he said and take take the light of putting milk and meat of the world. 
because like you mentioned something in what you were saying that something that we just get public that we didn't know before right mm. not, I can't remember how you framed it but I think it's something like that but I was getting what I, the sense that I got from that is the leading without accounting for this aspect of the soul mm. right the the, fin, the, the finicky nature of the soul or the without accounting for the for the soul's tendency towards sin uh, maybe, I mean maybe that sounds too but the soul's tendency I'm trying to make it as, as simple as simply as that, without using that of course I have to go to scripture but without talking uh, scripture language it's you no know, just the soul's tendency to Soul's tendency to to get it wrong, mm. yeah. right? Mm. And that's where the major work is, right? Um, amen. Okay. So Lord, help me to be able to answer this this question. And I and I think it's a very 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 valid question. Yes. And it's a very, I mean, that question. In short, everybody. Should have thought about this question and we won't do it one way or the other because I mean, we are all much like, hey, how do you know? All these days that I've been, what am I going to do? Ah, but, but it's a very valid question, it's, and I think it's actually a key question towards really understanding um, or being properly framed. If I've used the word, being properly framed when it comes to. Working with the Holy Spirit, working with God, um, coming into understanding. Uh, so, like I said, I mean, again, is the master of of the teaching. So I say, <laughs> so listen to him again, the same thing over and over, and keep meditating on what he said. Right. Sometimes the key is actually listening again and again and again and again. It's almost in the same way in it's the same same sense as meditating. Now you realize that. In a whole lot of so when teachings come, right? Most of the time when teachings come, and, and I think it's also key in the sense that it's something that everybody should know, right? Because we may not know it. Is that when teachings come, teaching may not necessarily because sometimes teaching will bring you to an awareness of some things, right? And I guess part of it is because of time, because of the structure of how things are, or also because of how we are. Mm. Right, yeah. because I mean, if it God God not have a limitation, but you know, due to sense of time, there's a whole lot of things that God had to squeeze into uh, the time that we have. Uh, I mean, it would be awesome if we can all sit here day and night. I'm still waiting for that day that we all sit down morning till night, seven hours, like we go to daily, like we go to jobs mm. and just be hearing word. Don't you think that would be awesome? <laughs> that would be awesome. Even even convention itself, we don't even stay eight hours because we, we break. I mean, of course, there's nothing wrong with breaking, but first session break, second session which is in the evening. But just imagine you do not take any break, morning till night, sit under what they go and sleep, wake up morning till night, just as if you are going to work. It would be awesome too much. So because of I'm just saying because of that um, tight. Uh, 
I won't say tired because of just those time limitations. We don't have time to go into nitty gritty. So you know when things uh, when messages come like that, the responsibility there's another there's another responsibility on us to meditate on them, to think about them, and that is where separation now begins to take place. When I say separation, I'm talking about being able to separate different aspect of it. And because when the message comes, you're just being handed a tool. You're just being handed, you're just being given it's like a key that you can use to unlock many things. Right? Now, I don't know uh, which, I think there was a message I sent about you know greetings. I don't know how many of us listen to it. Um, I listened to it three times. The third time I'm listening to it, so I listened to it for a second time. The third time I was listening to it, I think I even listened to it again after that. I was every single time I listened to it, I knew what I listened. I heard it the first time. So second time, I heard something new. I'm like, ah, how did I miss this particular aspect during listening to it the first time? I saw as if maybe I just played them disappeared. I was actually there listening. I'm like, how did I miss this one? Right? Yeah. Then the third time, I still found something I missed. I mean, each of the things that I, that I discovered again were actually, each time I discovered them, they were actually key things to solidify the understanding, yeah. Yeah. To, to give broader perspective to things. And the, I mean, the work is still ongoing. Even after the message, the work is still ongoing because where everyone has, so everyone has they, they, they open our eyes, right? Yeah. Then now it's time for them to start using what we've heard to now begin to work upon each and everybody, right? So where now the next aspect is not that diligence in creating an attitude of meditating or giving yourself to the world. Now the understanding the message is passing across now. Giving yourself to it, you need to now thinking it. Now, when you are thinking it, because um, when we are thinking about it, we can tend to think about it from our life perspective compared to going from scripture. I mean, it's not as if we can't go from that too, but the, the, the basis for that has to be based on the word scripture, like, com- like comparing spiritual things with spiritual. And you can hear things like, um, let's say money is evil, right? Mm. And we wonder why is money evil? Okay, first scripture says uh, the money, the love of money is the root of all mm. evil. Okay, he says love of money is evil. Okay, does that mean I love money? Mm. Right? Okay, where where is now? The question is where is the love of money? Mm. Where is it hiding inside of me? Because Naturally, if you don't do that, if you don't even think, yeah. that, start thinking about that, you will never even, even figure out where something is hiding inside. Like, that is a secret yeah, in the sense that. Amen. 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 So, the real excavation of things begins when you actually begin to meditate, 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 meditate. And that's why I will not, we should not underestimate because med- that meditation is a key, key to spiritual growth. 
So understanding scripture is, is mm. without meditating, we, we won't fully grasp, mm. right? Because even when you hear teachings and then they give scriptures, yeah. you, might, you, may, you may or may not even get everything. But thinking of what we're saying, mm. thinking about the scriptures, now not just the scripture that was said in the message, even you personally mm. might begin to evaluate. Comparing scriptural things, spiritual things, spiritual, use, using scripture, and you now realize that this is where um, we now, if, if we do this, we realize that sometimes we may discover that we lack a lot when it comes to the word, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's a good thing in the sense that you've discovered it. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. move towards mm-hmm. enriching yourself in the word, mm-hmm. right? Now, because when you see gaps like that, that is how yes, God actually feels gap in understanding. Mm-hmm. Now, you notice, ah, I can't use scripture, find scripture to, ah. That's when you actually discover your lack. Yes, sir. If not, you just assume you know every scripture and everything. Hey. You just be growing like that. You don't realize that as we are growing, yeah. just, I'm not forgetting the question. It's in my head. I'm just addressing some things. Yes, sir. Um, so... It is very, very important that because when we discover these things, we as humans can begin to now start thinking, ah, because I lack like scripture now, ah, I'm not spiritual, ah, and all kinds of things. That's Satan. That's Satan talking. Because that's not that's not the the posture of one faith. Also, that's not the posture of of how God deals with you. God can chastise you. God can reprove, correct, but it's not to throw you away, but rather to make you grow. And you now realize that He who likes chastening naturally would love submission. Yes, sir. Yes. You now realize. Now see the two are connected. Yes, sir. Anybody that does not like chastening. Definitely struggle with submission. Yes, sir. Even the person might be the most, be the most hi, yes, sir, thank you. But in what inside, you now realize that things, yeah. it's difficult for things to move in, to go. Yeah. Just And yeah. one thing that we also need to know is that, so, ah, I don't know why I'm talking about this, but submission yes, yes, yes. is also, I don't, I, mm-hmm. I, I just discovered that, not, not now, I mean, it just made sense one day suddenly that mm-hmm. for anybody to grow, you must have an attitude of being submitted. You must have. A, you, are, you must. Yeah. You must be. So, you must be a submitting entity. Mm. As simple as that. If if there is lack of submission somewhere, because submission is only the way we talk about submission. The first there's there is two things we think. About. Yeah, one submission to boss or people above us. Well, let me not submission to bosses, two wives submitted to us, but that's the most thing people think about, right? Mm-hmm. But submission is much more than that. Yes. Just that it is demonstrated mm-hmm. in that as an example for you and me to see God's order. So you see that you see God institute submission, mm-hmm. even you know, you know, submission has been way before the church. Yes, sir. I'm not saying that mm. that's to negate church aspect. I'm saying submission is God's concept. It's not, it's, not, it's not just concept. It's God's thing. It's God's way of life. Mm. Yes, sir. Right? You now see that mm. 
when God created Adam, right, mm. then he created Eve after. Mm. Right? Yeah. Now, God didn't do that by mistake. That's how God set it. God could have created Eve first. Why not? Eve first. Mm. Right? Yes, sir. Or, so it formed. Let me not say formed because he created man at the same time. Right. God created both Adam and Eve at the same time. But when he, because in, in the beginning, God created, right? Then in chapter 2 of Genesis, God began to form. But God formed Adam first, then later Eve. Right? Uh, So God was setting the order. And then you now see Paul in Ephesians, when he began, it's five, I believe, where he began to talk about um, Ephesians and also Corinthians. Because in Ephesians, he talked about Christ, the head of the husband. Right? And the head of, and now said that um, okay, Christ is the head of the body of the church yeah. the husband, it now compare it being to husband also being the head of the wife yeah. right? and he was talking about as Christ loved the church and gave him so also husband love your wife, you know, wife submit to your husband right? then in Corinthians is where he really 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 broke it down saying that the glory of God is Christ Right now, the glory of the glory of the man is Christ. Now, said that the glory of the wife is the husband. Pretty much saying that the head of the husband is Christ. The head of the wife is the husband. Right now, now compared them as two glories. So now compared the bodies as the glories. I said the Christ. So the husband is the glory, and as Christ is the glory of God, right? And then it's comparing, it's not saying that, um, well, I'm not getting it wrong, but there's, there's an aspect there. When I was saying that the wife also is the glory of the husband, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, because for the husband, is the husband the glory of the wife? Yeah. I think, I think it's, is it the husband the glory of the wife? I think yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that, I think that was it. Christ. I think was comparing the two, right? Talking about um, the primordial order is the order which God has set, right? So the head of the wife is the man. So it's showing submission. Now there is, and even when you look at the God, they call the Trinity the Godhead, right? So there's the Godhead, meaning there's there's a head, there's a body. Mm. Right? Mm. And the purpose of the head is to lead the body. Mm. Right? Mm. Of course, the body cannot lead the head. Mm. That's the truth. Mm. It's impossible. If you see that happening, it means that the body has lost, like the, 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 the organism has lost, something is wrong with it. Because you can see somebody that they behead. Mm. And then the body is and then fall. Mm. Right? Mm. <laughs> it will move. Yeah. Like chicken. <laughs> like chicken that, that they had. So if you have a, if you have a functioning mm. organism, or I would say being, or like a human being, you realize that they need their head mm. in order to be able to lead the body. Mm. Right? So submission is is the way God is. Right? So God has God has said that in place. Then 
of course, if he would institute the church, the mm. body, right, he would also set things in order who to submit to who, right? And then, of course, that one about husband and wife, I said it in the beginning, they, they, they can't even, in short, so I don't even know why we argue with it so much. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not thinking about it. I mean, it's been, it's been since creation. I don't know why we argue with that thing too much. Right? And also, even in, in uh, that Corinthians, Paul made it clear that even though the husbands, the wife submits to the husband, um, the wife submits to the husband, it doesn't mean that the wife is below the husband. Yeah. Actually, made it clear there. Right? And but I don't know, Satan has so lied to us that submission is a bad thing, or he, he painted submission bad. And it's, it's Satan that did it. Because check it, the, the moment anybody hears submission, mm-hmm. there's a negative feeling yeah. towards it. Yes, nobody hears submission, I'm like, yay! Nobody. I don't know why. Nobody hears submission is excited. Yeah. Oh, submission! <laughs> Let us go and be submitting anyhow now. Nobody has it. I don't know that day. Every time you hear the word submission, submission, there's a cringe, you just cringe. Hmm. Oh, yes, I agree. Yes, well, I will submit. I will submit. Yes. Satan has so much tainted the world. He has so much yeah. bastardized the whole thing mm. that mm. when we hear submission, we just, just run away. Just run away. Oh, anyways, enough about submission. But going back to um, what I was saying before that, and I was saying. Um, someone that submits, submit, uh, submit, someone that submits will grow. <laughs> and then, as, as this, something I'm going to about it in this course, spiritually, that if you have an, but I say something about that, then you'll be, uh, you won't have uh, trouble submitting naturally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's the word. If you love chastening, so God, God correcting us. Right, yeah. God reproving us, so God doesn't. Mm-hmm. God's not doing that to paint us bad or to make us feel inferior. The way, the way we feel when somebody's correcting us, there's a way. There's a way Satan makes us feel. Right, mm-hmm. Satan. Satan is the author of every bad negative emotion. Is the author. Mm-hmm. God does yes. not did not create that. Yes, there's nothing like that in God. It's Satan. So when you begin to have ill feelings, things like that, it's Satan. It's clear. Mm. And the way it comes is almost like poison. Yes, That's you can de- descend yeah. it. Mm. And when you yeah. descend it, immediately yeah. begin to move against it spiritually, which mm. is wisdom, yes, right? Mm. Stop. You, know, you can pray about it, but it's the way. The way I guess this is also leading to answering the question in the sense mm. that because. There's a there's a there's a way there's how put it the soul to everyone is is really an open book mm. to some degree if you are alive spiritually you can tell the state of your soul mm. right such that when they are pouring something inside it you can tell mm. if it is God pouring his anointing you will know. If it is something else or like evil spirit, right? Yeah. They begin to pour. When they pour, that thing is also anointing. Mm. Just that is is negative. It's not. It's yeah. not like God's own. Mm. The same way when anointing comes upon you, you'll be like, yeah, yeah. You want to. Yeah. The same way when Satan is pouring his own anointing, you'll just be feeling sad and moody yeah. and mm. 
and what else? Angry, all kinds of emotion, but whatever whatever that thing is supposed to do, just see that it's just the same way you'll be so excited, anointed. Ah, that same way you just be going that way too. What I'm trying to say is that you can tell when they are pouring something into your cup. You know, the soul is a cup, right? Um, and when they are pouring things into your cup, you can tell. Satan, once Satan begins to pour something, you will almost feel like a sense of being poisoned. Being, being, what's that word? Being, it's a manipulation, but it's not manipulation I want to put. It's, I want to use a word to explain it. It's not, it's not control. Is when they are pouring something, is it's a word, you know, it's pretty being poisoned. I want it's another word I want to look for, yeah. and something like that. It's being polluted, and it's the same guy in the same line. I can't remember the exact word I'm trying to remember, but hopefully, maybe I remember. But it's the same what you guys are saying is really it. You have a, you have a sense of being polluted, being, being. Being tainted, there's, there's a hundred of you. Okay. It's all the same thing. Just that, it's just, it's just that there's just a particular word. I feel that word work. I don't know. It's in my head. It's in my spirit, but I just can't. But I'll see. God will help me. But pretty much what I'm trying to say is that there's just a sense of being polluted, being poisoned. And when that happens. You, you realize that nothing good comes out of it. Yes. Nothing good. Yeah. Yes. Mm. When 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 you give in to that, yeah. nothing good comes out of it. Mm. Not that just keep leading to more, much more different, much more bad. Just keep, yes. it's, just keep combining. Or maybe you might tell yourself, I'll just respond to each one, and then I forget about it. But you now realize that the moment you respond to it once, it led to something else, and then it keeps, just keeps fostering, fostering, fostering. I'll just allow it a little bit. Mm-mm. See that same, the same way you add a sense of being poisoned, right? The same way you can also have a sense of of what you are doing, not being fully genuine. Wow. Yeah. I don't, yeah, know, I don't know if that yes, But the yeah. reason why we can't tell is because yeah. we have been so much used to it. Mm. Naturally, yeah. we just naturally we just love disobeying God yeah. because we love our because those things so the way the way it is is that those things have been wrapped so much into our life, mm. our identity, what we believe, what our what our person is. So all those things it has been married to, to all such that our attitude, our behavior, everything is all tied into it. Yeah. So because all of that is tied into it, it is, it is, it is easy to go along the way we've yeah. been yes, than to actually follow the, yes, the, the right yes, way we should go. Yes, sir. <laughs> Although I'm already moving to the question, but yeah. what I was trying to address earlier was just talking about, you know, how to take... You know, teachings and messages and things like that, you know, meditating and all that. How all those things tie into a hand. I think what I'm trying to do is talking about separation, right? How to separate things. They are still linked because the reason to begin to separate things is because our life has been intertwined 
into all these things. The way Satan has trained us, you know, things you know we've just we've just been built with, right? It is easy to go that way. So when we now begin to meditate on you know messages to get because what what you get from a message is actually the understanding that is being passed across. Really, right? Now you can have a three, four hours, five hour message long. There might be things in there mentioned for doctrine, for you know, correction, for um uh for encouragement, all those things you can find all those packages inside the message. But one thing you realize is that there's always a, an understanding the message is trying to give. So, it's good to know all that so that you don't miss out of all of that. In, in messages, there could be... Because the way God builds messages is dynamic. It's not... I mean, especially when God builds a message, the way he builds it is... Can be, is he has his own wisdom. He has a wisdom with which he arranges things. Towards me, look... You talk about them, talk about this, there was all this. But... You may notice that the, the, the thought of the message may start from hmm. an understanding. Yeah. Many things will be said, or many things might be said end in an understanding, yeah. but it's not always one way. But it not takes being skilled, being patient, being wise to be able to tell and get the, wow. the core of the message. Wow. Right? It's wisdom. It's, yeah. it, it's, and also when you exercise yourself by it, or you are aware of that, it becomes a lot easier. So, while there's an understanding, there could be other things too that you can get in a message. So, part of why we don't get full picture, why most of the time we say, oh, we don't understand, we don't understand these high things, is simply because out of the whole message, right, there are bits and pieces in Mm. there. There is the understanding, there is the other thing. So, you now realize that because naturally, men, even when you leave spiritual things, naturally men are lazy. Mm. When I say men are lazy, it means that I don't know who did that to Russia. Satan, of course. <laughs> In the sense that you realize that everybody gravitates towards the easiest part yes. all the time. Yes, sir. Right? Nobody naturally wants to go through a difficult task. That's how men think. The moment we are doing something tedious, you start, you start seeing men already thinking of how to make it easier. Yes. And, that's, and that's what the world called problem solvers, smart people. But really, that, that not sense is Satan's sense. It's not really God's sense. Now, I'm not saying God may not want you to do things more easily. But just that, see this thing that the world celebrates, right? They say, oh, trailblazers, oh, somebody. But check it. All this thing that they are building is senselessly making men more lazy. So, for example, there are real things that people can build that could actually make quality of life a lot easier. Right? Yeah. But check it, most of the things. It's just men, men, people's, men's laziness. Yeah. They create yes, all sir. kinds of things. Yes, now, industrialization is as a result of men's greed and laziness. Wow. And but we celebrate industrialization, right? Because oh, better quality of life. But really, is it better quality of life? Check it. Back in the days when people used to, you know, even do hard hard labor, they had bet, much more better quality of life than us today. Because mm-hmm. quality of life is not defined by houses and all those yeah. things and all that. It's defined by quality of the quality of life. It's not thing. For example, being able to just have freedom to yourself, not over being overworked. Um, 
you worked nine to five, nobody expects you. Today, when they turn nine to five, you have to really, really check. Is it really nine to five? <laughs> it's true. It's true, sir. Because they tell you nine to five, but just, just check. Is this really nine to five? In some places, they say nine to five. If you have, because really, if it is nine to five, they don't do nine to five. That nobody should be able to question you as long as you arrive at nine. Leave at five, then nobody should talk and say anything. Whatever is left is left to tomorrow. But in some places, you can't be like that. Mm-hmm. If you're like that, they'll be like, you are slack. You're not. You're not meeting up quota. Blah 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 blah. But it is written nine to five. <laughs> Even the manager said, "You did not. Why didn't you make up this? I don't have enough time." But you could have just. Uh, uh, it's difficult to find a workplace that really, really... Maybe now some people are waking up, but let me not spend too much time there. Right? But the, th- the truth of the matter is that... <laughs> I don't know, maybe... Let me not say this way. So I don't... So I will not discourage you people. So you don't need this, so let me, not, let me leave that work area. <laughs> but the, thing, but the, the, the truth of the matter is... Quality of life, right? Is really, really what you... Define. When I say define, it says that. Let me, let me not say you define. What scripture defines as quality, as quality of life? Now, to, if you ask me now, what is quality of life? Being able to spend time with my family and the world and friends. There's nothing like work there, but of course we have to work because we have to work. Right? So, I will go to work and be diligent. So there's a difference between being diligent at and you don't realize that if you are really diligent at work, you only need to do more than nine to five. Simple. Yeah. Because sometimes the reason why we stress ourselves beyond five is probably because we we are lacking somewhere and we're trying to make up for it. Mm-hmm. And then we can make it. But if you as a person can in a mental can mentally say you've actually worked nine to five, you've done what you needed to do. You are not God, so you can't create more than 24 hours as it has already created. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it means that whatever you have to do, you have to do it in the time that is available in a day. Yeah. So if it is 9 to 5, you have to be at work. What you can do between 9 to 5, you can do between 9 to 5. I, but that is after you have been able to diligently just work that. Right? Mm-hmm. But So that alone will give you a justification of should I go to 5? No, no, I don't. Because now you now realize that you are just you are just over mm. overworking yourself yeah. for no reason. So the part of it is also being diligent, right? And and being intentional, right? Mm. Then you discover that you really don't need to work more than nine to five. Even in some jobs that require you to work more than nine to five. If they now discover that oh you need to work more than that, that means that is that they need to hire more people or pay you more. <laughs> That's just the reality of it. But um, of course, not everybody in the workplace now will, 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 will tell you, oh, you need to hire more people because why? What what am I saying all this again, self? Just answer one question. So <laughs> don't realize don't realize that what is really driving see this word, what is driving it? It's really greed. Really? What Companies, workplaces. So, in a, in a world where money is and all those things, money, ah, ah it's a lot of money. Okay. okay. When, I talk, when I was talking about love of money, it says the root of all you, you'll be thinking, you as a Christian, you don't love money. Just wait. Enter 
your workplace. That place in itself is a love of money den. It's a den of love of money. Why? Because everybody there is tied to dollar. The people that own the thing want more dollar. And they are going to pay you. That is out of their dollar that they are. And so that means they want other they've paid you. They still want more dollar. And I see this wave of uh, entrepreneurs. So who, who will now work? Who will now work nine to five? Everybody entrepreneur. No, who will now work nine to five? I'm not saying that if you want to, you know, become an entrepreneur, you don't. But the fact that everybody in the world is getting dissatisfied at their job. Oh no, no, no! It's not. It's not. It's not immediately saying that they should be an entrepreneur. No, no. Not really. I mean, I personally, like. I mean, I don't. I don't. I, I, I personally, well, let me, like I said, let me not say some things. I will leave some things <laughs> because because it's not it's not needed, really. But the, the thing is, the world will never be satisfied with one thing. There's always a thing. So the love of money is whether whether you want to like it or not, right? Because you have to work in the workplace. You are already subjected to love of money, knowingly or unknowingly. Now takes wisdom because of the light of the gospel to know how to. Just for workplace, you just be able to set a bound, okay, workplace. But there could be other places. Yes, sir. Right? So, in short, this whole world, again, let me make it clear. This, um, but what I'm saying it doesn't mean that you should hate working and all that. It's, I just have an, it's just good to know, it's an understanding that you know how to position yourself against it, right? But really, the world, the world, the world does not have your interest at heart. No matter how much your company says they love you, just let them go bankrupt. That's the real test of love. But you too, you now realize that they are bankrupt. They can't pay you. They can't pay themselves. You are self, you are, you are like, ah. there's, not, there's nothing all of us can do, right? But the truth of the matter is, see, the, the, the love the world professes to you is not real. The only love you can trust is that of God. Yeah. No matter, and that is why most people will be like, uh, me, myself, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be confident that I earn my own money. Yeah, really. Okay. See that thought. It seems holy, Abby. Yeah. Just give that business a few years. Yeah. It's all the evil will show. <laughs> Unless that person really loves God. And if that person really loves God, it tells you that you can't get rich quick. Mm. Simple. Mm. Any, if there is any haste of money, a little bit whatsoever, you, 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 there's no, you will miss it, you will, you will make mistakes. So all these things, I'm saying it to, oh, maybe God will help us to just, I don't know why I'm saying it, but now I'm just beginning to see that there's actually tying somehow into the question, the sense that, see all these things are hidden and unhidden, because this one is just in the workplace, I've not, I've not even moved to maybe working with friends, neighbors and stuff like that, you know, all those things, but maybe God will help us anyways, right? So there's a, I guess there's just a whole lot of things that we are intertwined, like Satan has 
pull us to and all, most of these things that we were saying we don't even know why we are chasing some money all of them is tied into things that Satan has stored in us in us that has intertwined into our soul we have been married to it which we need help to begin to separate yeah. now to separate them yeah. is a tedious work so now you can get a sense, just a little sense yeah. of the tedious work that heaven has been trying to do upon every soul. Yeah. Getting a soul to turn, it's not a small thing. Uh-huh. Say, says, uh, say over one, over one soul, one, just one soul that turns, eh? that there's a rejoicing in heaven. Why wouldn't they rejoice? Is to tell you how, because that should give us a sense of how serious salvation of the soul is. Such that just one tongue, one person, just one, just one person tongue, heaven is rejoicing. Yes! One person has tongue. It's to tell you that it's a price. You can't put price to it, it's priceless. Right? So, and also shows us the difficulty. Of the evil that Satan has laced mm. upon days, right? So sufficient enough is the evil of the day thereof. Mm. Now, so those evil, when say sufficient, those evil that Satan has laced upon the day, they has been because they are sufficient. <laughs> because they are sufficient, they are plenty. As, plenty no, sorry, plenty is understood that they are sufficient. Sufficient, sufficient means that there is never a lack. You know, you know when you are when you are when you are weighing some things, maybe you'll be like, okay, maybe I'm twenty over, I'm twenty below, right? Okay, let's let's make up. No, it means that this one is not, it's never below below mark. If any is more, means that there can never be a day when you will say, ah, I'm so I'm so free from the evil. There can never be a day like that. It means that as long as you are here. You are going to be in a constant war with, with the world, which is why we should quickly overcome it. So when you overcome the world, when you are there, it won't have nothing on you. So because Jesus did overcome, so Jesus was walking in the world. The world was trying. It was just a day she. So the prince of this world came and he found nothing in me. When there's nothing, you will walk the world. You will not even see any there. That doesn't mean it's not there. It's there, but you won't see it. Mm. It won't because you can't touch you. Can't, why? Because you've overcome. You are you are above it, mm. right? Yes. So that's why we should hasten ahead. But I'm just showing us this to see the the complexity of the work that Satan has done. Mm. So, because all these things that all these evil that he laid the day with is the purpose of moving his life into the soul. So. Things that are real to us are not necessarily real. Mm. But those things that are real to us is the life of a fallen angel. Mm. So, before we get born again, even just immediately after we born again, get born again, every single thing that we consider good may not necessarily be good. That's true, every single thing we consider bad may not necessarily be bad. Why? Because the definition of good and bad mm. came from a life that is yes, not God's. Yes, 
So it cannot be true. It cannot be real. It cannot be true. So it not takes time to now relearn and start learning what is yes, true. Yes, right? What is truth? Mm. Right? So just mm. seeing that, just to show us complexity of yeah. Satan's uh, work, right? So see all this evil, sufficient evil that he has laid, that he has moved into men. Yes. Now, the, Satan is called wicked. And wicked means twisted. Mm. Now, when I say twisted, you would think, oh, you don't kulu, you don't crazy. Mm. It's twisted, it's, 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 it's crazy, it's, it's, crazy. it's head, just, there's just a bad Good. Which is true. But there's another way, there's another, there's another way to see the twistedness. Yes. Because it's twisted, it know, means he knows how to twist things. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a twisted being. He knows how to twist, which means he now knows how to tie his life. Inside, yeah. just roll it, roll it, keep rolling, it keeps waving. <laughs> now twist us. Yes. Because it's twisted, it made us twisted. So what that means is that there's a whole lot of life, the whole lot of things that Satan has married with our soul, woven with our soul that it's not easy to just yank off. But those things have a definition. Those things have, 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 because it's life. Ah, there's something I'm trying to define. Life is something you can taste. Does that make sense? Yeah. When we are ignorant of God's life, we are used to his life, so we taste it. It's easy for us. Yeah. Everything we know. Yeah. And it's also good to know that the way we are predisposed, because that's the knowledge of the soul that we need. Yeah. We are predisposed to behave and act in a certain, in an unrighteous way because we've not learned righteousness before. Knowing that alone is, the, is, is a great deliverance yes, towards accurate discerning leading of the spirit. Wow. Yes. Right, once you are able to tell that, I'm tempted to say this, but I'm not say it clearly. Um, once you're able to tell that, uh, it now becomes it's not, now your journey is now becoming a lot easier. Yeah. Now, discerning truth, ah, I guess, awesome, discerning the voice of the Holy Spirit through, through the inward witness, defending the voice of descending into the word inward witness, is also something that you will learn. Mm. It is progressive. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's not one day. Mm. Maybe maybe I think you just woke up one day. Ah, all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm now perfect. I've been led. Mm. <laughs> mm. I am the master of leading. <laughs> Or maybe you think maybe you pray, 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 You pray to the point that you enter one place in the realm of the spirit. As, as once you enter there, you're like, ah, I'm a master of leading. I'm a rock. This is the place. <laughs> no, it's not like that. One thing to know about the soul is that the soul is a world of learning. And what that means is that you would really and the same, think about the same way you learn in school to be to gain mastery in something. It's the same journey for the soul when it comes to spiritual things. Just like it's not things you learn in school, it's now spiritual things. The same way you read, hmm, and then the next moment you forget, ah, then you read it again. Now that one you realize that that one is crabby, right? 
Cramming doesn't last long. So sometimes the way some some of us don't really learn well in the spirit, and you can tell too, because if you're able to, if you're someone that learns well in the spirit, it will also show in the natural how you learn. Yeah, right. So. right? So one thing that we should gain is how to master learning. And to learn, and everybody that will know, even the natural knows this, that when it comes to learning, it takes time, and it takes being intentional, right? Yeah. And it takes patience. Because I realize that almost, it's not really hard to go to school, though. Honestly, it's not hard. The difficulty is that what we're supposed to learn, they con- they condense it. And because it is condensed, and you have to learn everything at once, it doesn't give you time to actually learn the thing. Mm-hmm. means that whatever you have to learn, you have to learn it within four months. So first semester, you have five courses. Mm-hmm. And these courses, they have curriculum. This curriculum, you have to learn it in four months. If they give everybody a year to learn it, it's possible that most people will pass that exam. A, 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 A's. So you realize that it's not that people are not smart. It's just that everybody learns at a different pace. Everybody learns so. But the school does not care about that. (laughs) But they they themselves know. So they know that, okay, they are this. So how they define smartness? Is people that can really quickly take information at a faster speed than others. But that in itself is also a bad wisdom in there, in the sense that it makes the people that are slow feel they don't, they don't know, they are not smart, and then you see, see that if you already are installed, and then if you propagate it to every other areas of your life, blah blah blah, and it's, and also and, and you now realize that apart from time and patience, there's also one thing. Passion. passion. Whatever you have passion for, you will learn it faster. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. So, if I like engineering, which I don't right now, I clearly know I don't, even though I passed it, I know I could have done better doing a different course. Right? Because there are something that just comes naturally. That when, when you open me up like this, Throw it into me. I'm like, ah, ah, grab it, right? I'm excited about it. Now, that's an area of interest. When you check, when you follow that path, you realize that things will come easy for you mm-hmm. when it comes to learning that thing. It's, it, it is, and even even though you've not learned it easily, you are interested. Something there's an interest in you that is that keeps going. That ah, even though it's not perfect, but you don't just lose interest. Right? Because you have a passion for it. Yes, I don't know why I'm saying this too, but I'm, I'm so close. But I, I guess I'm saying all these things so that we can, in, as I'm saying these things, you should be able to x-ray them to check it with your yeah. work spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have passion for the things yeah. of God? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Should you have passion for it? Okay. If I should have passion for it, uh, there, must, there must be a hope defined. Now, whatever you have passion for, you realize that you've seen a hope in one way somehow. Yeah. And it's based on understanding. Yes. yes. Part of the thing is that mm. it's really. Well, maybe when I see, maybe I'm losing passion for the thing spiritually. Why am I. Why am I. Why. Okay, why, okay, why am I passionate? I mean, that was already. Okay, I guess this is a tool against Satan. Mm. 
in the sense that because Satan will always come to remove passion from you in following God, you bring legitimate things, all kinds of things, you just arrange it. Why give up this life now? Just give it off. Give it up. That's what Satan is looking for. See that one. See, the moment anybody is looking for understanding, Satan knows. Oh, and everything Satan will be doing is bargaining with that soul. Give this thing up. Give this thing up. I will give you something else. Give this thing up. Okay. If you give this thing up, I'll give you money. Okay, if you give this thing up, I'll give you this, this, that. Or different. Satan is a negotiator. He will keep ne- until you become immune of Satan's life. He will keep negotiating. He won't stop. You don't realize that the bad way we get, you know, the smart thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, why am I even why did I even journey there? Okay, let me let me retrace my step back. Okay, back to back to um um okay, I'm talking about passion, love, you know, things, learning mm-hmm. learning the same way you learn natural things, you also have to learn spiritually. So learning of the spirit is also learning. Some things you get right, some things you may not. Mm-hmm. And that is why also um it is also good one to be sincere. See, see that word sincerity. Actually, that's the that's the that's the answer I wanted to say to the thing that one being sincere, which is also tied to love, in the sense that when it says I'm working out of love, doesn't when you hear working in love, it's not all the time necessarily. Um, that's to go and do something for your neighbor. Right? It's about int- because inward intent sometimes. Because it says it should be out of love. Meaning, so when it's out of love, there's a way, first of all, go to the things talked about love. It's patient, it's kind, it bears all things, does not think of its own. <laughs> See all those things, if you can go through the layers of them concerning your intent towards a leading. When you go through those those requirements, okay, what are the boundaries? Okay, is, does, is this thing patient? Is this thing kind? Now realize that you'll be able to really, really separate yeah. certain things. Mm. Then out of purity, descend leading. Wow. Right? Okay. So, well, let's say, okay, let me not go to any of example yet, but I'm just saying that See those that la- those layers of love that Iggy mentioned. He's talking a whole lot about you, more than just going to do something for someone to love someone, right? I mean, going to love someone may be part of the old, but it's not just the standard. It's just it's just part because there are all kinds of areas regarding your life, right? You have friends and people, right? But when you're talking about let's say leading towards a job now. Right, okay. How can you define love in that kind of situation? Mm. Right? Mm. I mean, because if we've tried to do love towards someone, of course, we, are you going to do love towards the job? No. no. I'm trying, trying to find a leading about the job. So now, now I have criteria there about patience. Mm. Right? Okay. Can I wait for this thing? What's, what's yeah. okay? This, this, okay. That, and there are some things you learn in scripture which should be part of leading for you. Yes, sir. One, haste. Mm. 
There's a, there's a reason why you know, everyone has been defining those things. Okay, do not be hasty. Do not be hasty. They are trying to remove a life yeah. against leading. Yes, right? Yeah. Now, when you want to make the decision mm. and you notice any mm. small atom of haste, is it is is or is enough wow. reason to just hold off on the whole thing? Wow. So that you can clearly discern where is this thing coming from? Mm. Why? Haste will never allow you to make a clear decision. Mm. I'll ask all of us now. Eh? Tell me one time you were hasty and you made a perfectly awesome decision. Just, I mean, I mean, people in the world will probably find a reason to tell us that happens. But if you ask me, any time you are hasty, it is you will always miss something. Yes, sir. It's the same way. If you are rushing to go somewhere. You forget something at home most of the time. Yeah. Maybe not on my business, but you, re- you realize if you are hasty, you realize that you forgot something. Mm. I mean, am I wrong? No. no. So the same way it is in the natural. It's in the spiritual. If you are hasty, hasty mm. spiritually, it means that you won't accurately discern leading because you miss some key areas. So, because the thing about leading is that it is progressive, yeah. right? And part of discerning the leading fully is patience. Mm. How? Because well, okay, let's say God leads you to to start a church. Say so go and start a church. Just an example, general one. You know that person could decide to now ah go start a church. Then start looking for land, rent a space, start a church. But that may not necessarily be how God yeah. wants it to happen. God could maybe say, okay, I want you to go under someone. Go and serve, right? Yeah. And the purpose of that is probably because God wanted the person to learn something yes. about ministry or leading yeah. or doing it all. Because here's the thing if you want to do something, one of the things I usually think about is I'm about to do something. Why am I thinking of creating something that somebody already created? Hmm. Right? Because yeah. you, know, you know that we have, we have excitement in always being the one to create, right? Yes, sir. But to calm down, like, if there's something already working, why do I need to create a new one? What problem am I really solving? It means that if somebody creates something that's already worked, it's actually submission to go and actually use it. Mm. Rather than going to look for how I'm going to set up my own. Mm. And you have, you have, you, you see people that they, they believe they can do anything. But without guidance from other people, they believe they can do anything. But one thing is very clear: if it's different, if nobody has ever done it before, it's a different thing. Even at that, there's a wisdom you gain from somebody has done something similar, not necessarily the exact same thing, right? But just being meek enough to even want to learn under someone is another thing, right? Let me give that. I don't know why I'm trying to join that, but. I'm just talking different about different areas concerning yeah. leading, right? Yeah. So, because we just hear, because most of the time, the issue may not necessarily be that they didn't hear God. The issue may just be that they didn't account for the tendency for the soul to corrupt the thing. Yes, sir. Yes. One. Yes. Two, it is yes. possible the leading is not actually a leading. Yes, it's the soul talking. Right? But there are, there are ways to to go around and to make sure you do it. So like I said, 
when maybe we say we are leading and then ah we don't know even even though if it's something is not clear okay it is very is ah, submission is all I wanted to say submitting leading you know I realize that a lot of people don't have the attitude of submitting leading you just hear something you just go and do and then they come and give testimony. God led me this, 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 and that. I did this, 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 and that. You know, even you do if you see how God led me. Hey. special. And when they are talking, and eh, you see the, the excitement in describing how they were led. Yeah, just, just, just that this, this soul, this soul still has a lot of things to learn. Simple, right? But you will not see. It's actually much more wisdom to have a leading than submitting to spiritual authority. Yes, sir. Just in case you're not, what you are getting me not. But they will get leading and then you just. So I'll say part of the criteria there is that mm-hmm. when, I guess there's two aspects, because there's an aspect of the person getting the leading and believing the head. And then the other aspect is maybe mm. I'm talking about is where maybe, maybe the person heard the leading and then they are not sure. Mm. That one has a little bit of sincerity, a small self, because, yeah. right? <laughs> so that one is even more advanced. But let's let's go back to the very very far end of the bad thing. But I mean that one is not bad in the sense that when you get the leading, you're not sure. There's an aspect where you're like, oh, submit the leading. Let's see, yeah. right? That's one. There's now the let's go to the far end of somebody coming to the point where they can actually discern that they are not sure about the leading. That one has a lot to do with the person. Has a lot to do with growth spiritually, with and most importantly, meekness and submission. If the soul doesn't have an attitude of submission, they will not get or arrive to the point where they can even think maybe this thing is not accurate. Why? Because they always believe in their leading by themselves. Now realize that they are really just leading themselves by themselves. Simple, hmm. right? I mean, and like, and there's something I mentioned that hmm. as you grow towards leading, right? Yeah. What everyone is doing is installing wisdom in you in such a way that you have to for future, for future purposes, purpose, for future hmm. reference. Whereby, as hmm. as you are being led, what God is really, really, what God is leading you, what God is really installing in you is wisdom. Yeah, wisdom. Now that the more you gain wisdom, before anything comes that you are saying you can tell. Mm. Just say this thing, no. Why? Because you have tool inside you to separate things, judge things. Part of that tool is patience. Right? A soul that is hasty will not arrive there. A soul that that lacks patience. So my own my own peak about leading is that patience is a, it's very key. When it comes to patience, when it comes to leading, before you arrive at saying, I'm led, patience to get to the point to know it is a leading in the first place. Right? So there's patience because sometimes when something comes, it's not immediately you. Maybe something might come. Because here's the thing. And here's the thing that I know uses to confuse people. And if I'm confused, I mean, at least for me, 
maybe let me not say people. I don't know. Maybe it's for you. Maybe some people are masters here. One thing I discerned a while back is that when it comes to lead, there's a you know this, this, the same way. Maybe because you are under anointing, maybe you've been fellowshiping with the word, you've been yeah. praying, you've been reading your Bible, and you feel anointed. That's that's the way because sometimes it stays on you for some time because you are carrying that presence. You hear something, you think it's a leading. Yeah, yeah, God. And I realize that people confuse that. Yes. With lead, in the sense that they confuse, you are just on that presence. And that one is not really necessary to lead you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, all, it's also on you. Yes, sir. To facilitate is so what that sometimes means is just access. But because you have access, doesn't mean that other spirit can talk to you. So because when you're not under a heavy load of spirit, when you are feeling in, not everything at that time is a leading. It's not everything. Just because something came while you are while you are under inspiration, does not mean it's a leading. Because while you are under inspiration, your soul can still talk. It can talk to you and tell you things. But if you are sincere, you can know. That's a key. Because I don't know how I can overemphasize this sincerity in the sense that. Because sincerity in a way. Ah, I guess what I'm beginning to see that there's a whole lot of work God must do in a soul. Yes, sir. Because, see, while, while, while I was in the point where I'll be under inspiration, something will come, I just feel, ah! It's a little, little. And I realized that there's a lot of things I was ignoring. Yeah. And I was ignoring them because I lack sincerity, but I didn't even know what sincerity was then. Hey. So you're not seeing the picture. Yes. Right? Now, it was later after I've grown and I noticed that, ah, being sincere in yourself has a lot to do with it. See, mm. it's growth. It's, 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 it's inten- you have to be intentional about it. Mm. That I will not see anything that is not clear, clear. Mm. I will not attach myself to it in any way. Yeah. Okay, I will be under. Okay, if I get any lady and I'm not sure, I am willing to submit. See all those things. They are coming together to build a frame, a posture, an attitude in a man, whereby that person is under proper alignment, whereby there is safety. It's not that they are master of leading. It's just that They've grown one to descend again. When they are sure, they know that they are not sure, so they don't just jump. Even though when they are sure, they even know to submit sleeping. Right? Things like that. You now realize that when somebody is in that frame, you now realize that there's a whole lot of safety. And now, now, now see why, why scripture will not tell you that in the multitude cancer. There is safety. It's not a mystic. So when they say multitude of cancer, it's not just talking about you canceling yourself. It's just it means cancer. That shows someone. See, multitude of cancer. Is someone that is here to is that is ready to hear cancer? Yes, sir. It's true, sir. Meaning that means if you can submit leading, you'll be safe. Right to spiritual authority so in the multitude of cancer so not trusting yourself alone no attitude Mm -mm. me i can know that you can manufacture 
right? Yes, sir. Knowing that is a knowledge yeah. about yeah. the soul that, wow. could, that could deliver you. Wow. Now, yes. like I was, oh, time has gone on. So, there are two, another two, there are two things I wanted to say. Because I wanted to move on to finish to just answer the question, but then I don't remember something. Ah! Time has gone, Sha. Okay, I'm trying to put it together and I'll see how fast it will help me to put this thing together. Because I was talking about, because I, I didn't forget the thought. I know he's God's wisdom. Let me know the two words that I'm going share. Because I thought, because you know, I was talking about listening to message and how to separate things. And then I talked about separate and then I disappeared into other, <laughs> into other things. Right? So I don't know if it's God's wisdom. Maybe it's just you know, put me towards a path to actually answer the question. Right? Because I was, I was, I was wanted to make it clear when I say separating things. I want to make it clear what I'm talking about, right? Because when I say when you're not after, you know, later you're not thinking, meditating, comparing things, you're not separating things. Meaning, what I really wanted to say there is that it gives you the opportunity to not begin to separate things in your soul, right? Things that you can use from the message for deliverance, which is meant to begin to separate you from the world. Right, because because when I mention oh, separate, you'll be thinking maybe there'll be oh some sort of awesome wisdom, then revelation. Yes, yes, but ultimately, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that because if you engage the world based on just receiving revelation, you you will not really journey yes, to the yes. point of profiting from it. Mm. And what that means is that you won't be thoroughly furnished. You won't be perfect mm. onto every good work. Right? Because you realize they say all scripture is given for this and that and it's profitable. Mm. Right? Yes, for doctrine, yeah. for reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness. Yeah. All these things. Mm. You won't be able to journey there. Because all these things that they talked about need to be in a soul yes, for a man to become perfect. So and I guess I guess that clarifies things a lot. So in, in a room that me myself somewhere in my heart I wanted to talk about you know separating things and receiving revelation like, mm-hmm. but that's that's really not the I mean that will happen but let that one happen naturally yes, but you must have a sense of why you engage scripture or why you engage see all these things we are hearing in like about okay what's the sense of why you are engaging them? why am I engaging these things yeah. and you have to know that the reason for that is for the profit of your soul. Is for to make, which means that you yeah. as a person must be able to see your soul yes, being profitable. You must yes, be able sir. to see your soul journey yes, to a point yes, of beauty. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If that is not valuable to you, eh, as you are journey, you get weary. That's true, sir. You sure you know you get weary? Yes. You get, you get weary. Mm. People can, or you don't think you can wear out? Yeah. Oh. Oh, you can wear out, man. Oh, no, no, no. You can wear out. Because I know there was a point, there was a point in my life where, <laughs> as Reverend is teaching everything, I'm just as, I mean, which what is that they go to see? You know, you know what was funny? I was missing a whole lot. Because I thought, I, I've, I've summarized the journey, which is just talking about Christ. It's not to just become like Christ. I see if I know what it means to become like Christ. <laughs> and I'm like, later, later, I'm like, what was I thinking? What was I thinking there? What was my head? 
What's there? What was that? What's inside this braid that was thick? Because for me to do that, I assumed I already know what it means to be like Christ, or I have the power to. Is it, it's like I'm assuming, is it not just to to be like Christ? And I summarize everything to uh, just be nice and. But check me every day. I'm not anything close to be like Christ. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I'm not. Sorry, let, let, let me say, I'm not even talking about the doctrine. You're talking about Jesus the person. Because most of that was in my head. Be like Christ. I just assume it is be like Jesus the person. And even that one, I, I'm not. I can't even measure up to. What's it? I can't even measure up to. 0.0001% of it. Because, of course, I don't know what it means to be Christ in nature. Hmm. So, I, if, if, if someone can really discern that, it will be difficult in reality to know what Jesus the person to, to be like him will be difficult. Because what most people think about being like Christ is like doing charity and doing good and all those things. They have no clue the person that they are saying they are trying to be like, what who he is and what he is, they have no clue. So how can you be really what you have no clue about? Because we all just summarize everything to donate. <laughs> but all this is, you know that it's not safe. Why? There are many churches that started that end up becoming charity organizations. And to them, they are still doing God's work. You know that? Um... If you don't really get what being like Christ is, you miss a whole lot of things. Right? But anyways, let me move back so I can quickly round up the message or the answer to the question. Um, so when you say not separating things, is where you, you know when you begin to get understanding about the message, then it clicks for you about a nature or something you needed to learn. I can tell you today I still learned something new about leading of the spirit. That's a funny thing. Wow. By scripture. Wow. Something I've never seen like that before. Mm-hmm. And it was simple. Yeah. I'm tempted to say this and I finally said it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> the, th- the thing is that <laughs> I don't like saying something that I've not really, really just spent time on. But I mean, it's useful for all of us. But the thing is, this. this I can't give an example, but I'm not saying that's a revelation. I'm just saying, and it seems like wisdom is profitable to direct, yeah. right? It seems so simple, but I never, I've never thought about it being something for leading. But it's there, probably to direct. But being directed means being led. So say wisdom is profitable. Oh, now a chord that. Okay. God is leading you, you want to install wisdom in you. Yes. Okay. When is oh, so wisdom is installing in you, should be able to direct you. Okay. It means that if I gain wisdom, it will be profitable for leading. So what you are calling leading really is wisdom. That's one. But also, I'm, I began to see clearly in just natural things. So, for example, if you want to cook. It is wisdom that you carry the pot, you put water inside, you put, okay, let me say, let me define it more clearly. If you want to cook rice, it is wisdom that you take the rice, you wash it, you put it inside the pot, put water, put salt, put it on fire, right? 
All those things are leading. Because, because they are wisdom. Because you could have just you could have just carried rice and throw it inside pot, turn on fire and leave it. Deep water didn't put anything. That's lack of wisdom. Right? So I'm talking about let's say that when it comes to being led, there's the nitty gritty or the step by step progress. Almost like process. So, for example, now, if you know, you know that if you carry if you carry virus, let me put it that is HIV, that is inside the, the glass tube. If you carry it, cut yourself and put it there, you will be infected, yeah. right? Yes. So why don't you go ahead? Everywhere you see HIV, just carry it, cut yourself and put it. What would they say to the person? The person lacks wisdom. Wow. <laughs> exactly. That's how we behave. God. Spiritually. That's how we behave spiritually. Oh, Meaning God. that. Because, so, when you're not seeing being led now as process, right? You might realize that when you hear, so, here, let me, let's say what you heard is go and cook rice. <laughs> But you now realize that to cook rice, ah, in, there's ten wisdoms. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. So, if what you were meant to cook, oh. hmm, still cooking, ah, would this work? Because I'm trying to put, try to create an example is that, let's say you get it wrong now. Say that, go and cook rice, but you're not meant to cook rice. Right? But you just said cook rice. Let's not put this way. And you know that there's no rice at home. Right? Yeah. There's no water. And you have cook rice. We just manufacture the rice and cook it. Shall you wait until you get rice? You wait until you have the rest of the tea to cook the rice. And if it is not rice, by the time you are waiting, you eventually realize that wait. Maybe I can actually cook beans. <laughs> because there's beans at home. Maybe perhaps that's what God wanted me to actually cook. But if you are not open and you are just bent on cooking the rice, you leave the beans that is dried down in your face, you leave the yam, and the problem that God wants to solve is just that you eat. <laughs> that's not the problem, Abby. Because mm-hmm. yeah, now, because I think I'm making it more clearer now. You have to define the problem. Then, so, so, so the problem is, is, does it matter what you eat? As long as it is food and it is nutritious for your body, of course it matters. If you go and eat poison, you die, right? So, as long as it is food, nutritious, and it is good for you. If the problem is eating, do, do you think, well, maybe, maybe, Sha, but let me ask, do you think God cares if you eat rice or beans? If the problem God is trying to solve is you eating, no, I'm defining that clear because you'll be wondering, okay, what about God just telling you to go and do something and never know? I'm defining the problem to make it to narrow down all those areas. The problem we are solving here is you eating. Even God doesn't want you to eat rice and specifically want you to eat beans. It means that there's something about that rice that is bad for you and bad for you from eating that. The same way the Holy Spirit can lead you. And tell you, 
don't or can talk to you. What we call it eating, but it don't really only goes just putting you straight. May I want to eat certain things, say no, don't eat that. May I want to go somewhere, say no, don't go there. Right? But that, but you realize that in those areas, it's specifically about what can hurt you. Or what is better for you. So when it comes to leading, it's always clear that God has our best interest. That's one. Two, there's also attitude. So I guess I guess some things are covered in the sense that being led, mastering being led is a process. There's then now we now have safety in case of in case maybe we are not too sure. And God has given wisdom concerning that area. Meaning, in the multitude of counsel, there is a which is pretty much. I'll, I'll just write to be submission. Be, able, be willing to submit your, your your leading. Meaning that if you give it now, anybody, because the attitude we take towards some leading yeah. is that it is stand and find that we can't even share with somebody. Ah, because you'll be wondering, ah, God led me. You know, there's that sense about God led me. God don't lead somebody else. I don't know. Satan is wicked because all this, all this thing just fighting us. But you don't realize that it's just people's fears. Yeah. Really? Right? We want to protect our team. Our leader. Right? Ah. But and that is why it is also, I guess this one, I don't know. I guess it's just the state of the body, right? And I don't think I, I guess it's, it's it's I'm not trying to derogate be derogate the be derogatory or play down on on on, on, on the body, but it's just a reality of, I mean, it is our problem. It's not some people's, it's our problem because yeah. we are part of the body. Yes, sir. It's our problem. Jesus. And what I'm trying to say is that this is which is why we also should have wisdom spiritually to know where to submit leading. You know, why am I saying so? If, if someone has a tendency of making you want to chase money, right? And they're trying to talk to the person about being led, right? And the, the thing I'm giving them is God let me. There's a job that pays hundred thousand dollars, and a job that pays fifty thousand. But I don't know which one to take. Most likely, the person that likes that has a tendency to teach you to more will put. She made this hundred. <laughs> what are you waiting for? Obviously. <laughs> so I mean, you already it's very simple, very simple. <laughs> problem. But somebody that is careful would ask questions. Mm-hmm. Okay, this job that is fifty thousand dollars. What it's about? This hundred. What is it about? Okay. Does what does the on this this hundred one entails? Mm. And the measurement of judgment is always spiritual, it's not your need. Mm. As simple as that. Wow. I don't know. I'm, I'm not talking about something like that. Because well, yeah. the thing is, most of the time we check need, 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 money, money, money. Yeah. No, I'm not I'm not I mean I'm pretty sure God wants to give you money. Yeah. But what God will not give you money? For something that will take your soul away. Soul away. There's no, I've not, I, would, I don't. Why would God do that? Then if God would do that, then throw away the old gospel now. Hey. Really? I mean, just it's, yeah. it's as simple as just throwing away the old gospel, because the whole point is the salvation of the soul, mm. right? Mm. But because the way we have been tied to the world, mm. we might see gain. Like, ah, is God leading you to the? What, what do you mean? Does God want you to be poor? No. Okay, this job will demand. What is he going to demand from you? 
is, is the demand for, for that the job is going to demand from you go to affect your growth in coming to me wow. god will never tell you go and take it because yeah. he knows that if you go that means there's more tendency for you to go and marry the world again that's true <laughs> more, more work. and that's more work what would i give myself more work to do it's like I'm trying to stop water from entering inside a cup and I kept putting it under a tap that you can't stop from running. Is that not, is that not kata ichichi? <laughs> so, which is why all these things, we should really know what the world is. No different shapes, form, area that this world is. See, all these things, you won't know it all. Until you begin to engage the word, engage, engage understanding. Yes. This message, what is it? What's the understanding this teaching? Okay, okay, this one, this one. Okay. Maybe the will also encourage you. Inside the message, you can hear. Oh yes, God will answer you. Yeah, yes. But you can take that one. I miss. I miss part of the the understanding you should get out of the whole thing. Have you ever noticed? That anywhere, even where we are in road of righteousness, anywhere. No, because that one we used to talk about spiritual reality a lot. Anywhere you begin to hear God answer it. I don't know. You know that there's always a different response. Yeah. There is Jesus. Why is he like that? I don't understand. <laughs> that means that that thing means a lot to the soul. Well, well, but. Well, where God will get us, where I pray that God will get us to is that when we hear things like we'll be meek, we hear it life, we'll be yeah, yeah. and then when we hear God will survive, we'll be like, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Eh? The excitement will be much more when it comes to salvation. Amen. Not just right? So, like I was saying, to answer the question and then I end up is listen to that message again, meditate on it, see, because when you begin to look things from different angles, love, love. Because part of the problem is that we don't think enough to see another angle. That's true. When you meditate enough, after a while you break into another. So for let's say you've been thinking about love, and all we've been thinking about love is just going and act towards someone. We could be part of it, but after when you're giving a lot of thought towards that, and you begin to check yourself, you begin to see other areas of charity, which is not assuming. Don't you think you don't, you don't think that's part of it? Because you, the reason why you may be you may you may not be able to, you know, work in love towards a brother or a sister, maybe just means that because you are just a naturally assaulted person. Yes, sir. That's true. And that thing is doing a lot of work against you having charity. So you'll be praying for Lord, give me charity, give me charity, but you are not seeing the angle of being overly assaulted as a problem. Do you know that no matter what you do, you you would you would fall short of actually living life of charity. You will fall short. Why? Because there's still a man who hides somewhere here, somewhere that you are you don't even pay attention to. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. But when you meditate enough, as I'm meditating on the word, meditate about your nature. Mm, okay, sir. Okay. Mm? The same way you with regards to scripture, because it's sort of understanding oh, oh, charity. Be, be, it's, part of, part of being, it's part of being aware of yourself. When you realize you suddenly you did something, and then you you had a cell. You know that inward witness where when you do it and then the only, you just, you just, it's a single ego just shit. Mm. 
do, 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 do you get some of those feelings sometimes? Yes, sir. Is that like maybe you do something or you said something? Yeah. And when you say it, you just feel like, hmm. Only God just did like this to you. Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And if you are among spiritual people, it's not only you that will feel, hmm. Mm. They, they, they may not feel, mm. they may just have say, oh, something's off. <laughs> I mean, out of a pure heart, because if the person that too that is here is assumptive, they will always you know. That's that's another thing about, yeah. about all these things. Is that with pure, heart, of course, you know, even they said it, the, 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 when it comes to spirituality and yeah. and the thing, is, what makes it accurate is the purity of it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. The, is is the purity of it, the purity of the life. You know, can you can you have something about assumptions? Yeah. Just pure, just. If you don't know, you don't know. If you know, you know. Yeah. Just pure. Not that you don't know, you're trying to behave as if you know. You know, just, they're just different kinds of things, right? That can just influence. You don't realize that it's, it's purity that really, really sets the mind. Now, because you never realize that. Let me give you a picture. People misleading. If you check how we misled, we misled a lot in the past. You realize it's tied to sincerity. Yeah. It's tied to all kinds of things yeah. that just marks things that are not pure. But when you see leading, and when they, maybe the person giving testimony, I'm like, ah, what do you really tell? What do you do? What, how do you tell that this, ah, this thing is something that you learn from? What you really see is the purity of the leading. Yes. That begins to instruct you that. Yes. Mm. Right? Yeah, when you see the purity of it, you may. Around it, but imagine somebody is telling you a testimony, and the person giving a testimony, the purity of it tells you that this is accurate. When somebody lacks purity, you yourself know because as they are talking, you'll be like, hmm. But there's something about this area, okay? But again, that is that itself is growth because for you to be in that area, it's actually measure that you've grown, right? So Let's not forget, leading is progressive. You get to a point where you can master it. Mm-hmm. How? As, be, as God begins to mm-hmm. give you wisdom. So when you are being led, the more you are led, mm-hmm. and the more you are intentional about being led, yeah. right, the better it is to grow. Mm-hmm. And then when you know yourself, that when it comes to leading, it has to be pure. Mm-hmm. You may realize that what makes it pure is all kinds of things. Right? Like charity, love. Mm-hmm. Now, those three things that Eddie mentioned is very crucial in the sense that love, to me, if you ask me, love is the main domain there. Praying in the spirit would help in the sense that. So let me put it this way scripture, reading scripture, because that's how God will really lead you. Right? That's the safest level, that's the safest way for God to lead you. And now, when you develop a relationship with the world, you, 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 you know, See, let me give you an example. You can have a believer that talks about scripture, scripture, scripture. Yeah, yeah, we love scripture, right? Yeah. When it comes to when they live their daily life, it's not really tied to yeah. it. Why is it tied to it in the sense that you really actually take? So, because okay, I'm, I'm not describing the other other Christian, whereby every single thing you do. Is defined from the word. 
When there are two, there are two different people. You can have the first one, which is just any other Christian. Whereby they are Christians, good, they go to pray, but they are not straight. Means that when I say they are not straight, means that they can easily compromise in the sense that, and that compromise is not that they say come and come and smoke and say I'm yeah yes no, in the sense that. They can easily compromise life from scripture. How? By playing ignorance. Does that make sense? Whereby, let's say, you want to do something, you just quickly do it without giving too much. It's not too clear. It's about, just do. Right? But it's different from a Christian that, okay, I want to do something. Okay. How should I do this thing? You thought that it through. Okay. The, the, the judgment you are using is life. Is Christ. Does that make sense? Yeah. But of course, that is tied to your relationship with the word yeah. in such a way that yeah. you have sworn you will not go outside God's life. Yeah. Which has built your relationship with God in such a way that you are always reading your Bible. Yeah. Right? You've built a relationship with the word. I mean, this thing just, I don't know. But, but the picture I'm trying to paint in the sense that if a believer that lives out of the world has developed relationship with the world in such that their relationship with the world is first than other things. When I say relationship with the world means that they are constantly interacting with the realms of sin. Ah, I don't know if, if I'm being clear. But there's something about to say, I know, I know I'm not seeing it exactly as I want to see it. But that's just the straight I'm going to help me. You know, help me, help me to maybe to paint this picture well. But I'm not trying to talk about two different believers. One that has a discipline with the word, and one that a, a, a typical example. I, I guess, ha, thank you, Holy Spirit. I guess, I guess the best way to explain it is this: a typical example is um, when somebody says, "Oh, you can actually, you can actually." Uh, I guess because it's, it's, Igin, I use as an example when you say something to Egin, like because we was talking because Egin was actually giving examples concerning life, life matters. Example, example, things like um, things like okay, some people were saying that there is reincarnation, right? He just said there's something like that. Well, the Bible does not teach that. No. What he said is accurate, but I want us to see the attitude, not just what he said. Hmm. Right? Because okay. anybody can say the world doesn't teach that. But they don't have certain attitude. The attitude I'm seeing is that everything he believes, everything he fashion his life against yeah. is based on the world. When it comes to understanding and doctrine and things like that, if mm. it is if the word did not explain it, mm. Again, will tell you no. The word does not explain this thing. Mm-hmm. So is that, a, is that a, we don't know, or the word is only what the word teaches that I will take. Simple. Mm-hmm. There's an attitude there. Means that he's tread is very careful treading around safety because he could have easily taken any thought. Yes, sir. Which means that in his the way he has yes. he has programmed his thinking mm. is to link yeah. his life with the world. Mm. 
which means that he needed to gain understanding of, because if he doesn't have understanding of the word, he can't really do that. How? Because he has to understand what the Bible says for him to know that what this person said is not scriptural. Right? So now see how being but or, or, or you can you can have Christians. So you can have someone like that. You can have Christians that they will tell, oh, this thing they start thinking, hmm, maybe there is incarnation. Maybe maybe we should start, hmm, it's possible. You know, look at our Christians that are like that. They can take anything. Meaning that they actually don't have a standard yeah. for how they receive, wow. how they live their life, right? Yes, and the standard which ought to be by the word. word. So now that we Christians, I mean, word. I mean, I'm seeing it's, it's not only me. Yes, eh? Why do I say it's only me? But anyways, <laughs> I'm not gonna say that it's not just one person. It's, it's a common yes. thing in the but like Christians that have not grown well is that we are not particular about how we live. In some areas we are, in some areas we easily just, shh. but no area of life should be left outside scripture. Hmm. Everything. Okay, this time I'm, I'm about to, is this scripture? When you're thinking about it that way, you realize that you'll be start thinking, is it righteous? Could this lead in? There's something that will come to you, you know that this, because there are some things you get, you think, I think it's leading, but just think about it for two seconds. Like there's something about this thing. Even though I got it while I was under serious anointing, I don't think this thing is right. So you just have to be able to do that before you even arrive at submitting. But let's not say you do even get it now. Just let me submit this thing. The moment ah you know, the spiritual authority just look and say this thing. This thing. I think you should leave it for now. I don't think this one should. Or even if 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 there's a said that okay. There's a way to put things to test. Okay, let's put it to test. Okay, leave this, leave this. And here this is the truth. When God, when it, when it comes to God, lead, ah, oh, I guess it's an area. Because spiritual thing is different. Right? When it comes to, because there's also attitude and behavior and spiritual things. When it comes to natural things, generally, hmm, there's, you can, that one, you can easily test it. Right? In the sense that, let's say, yeah, yeah, being led towards something. What what is the natural kind? No different things, let's say like money, house, husband, wife, what else, all those things. They have they have they have they have the they have the things to measure those of more. That one. Okay. Got it? Problem. Wait. But sometimes that way that used to vex some people. Right. Okay, wait. Yeah, let's do it. Well, wait. No, it's okay. Now we have some standards that when you yourself check it later, when they are leading you, when they are, when they are guiding you, now you realize that through you, you quickly moved. There are some things perhaps maybe you should have checked that you just, um, just but what other you rather you know, come back. No, wait, don't jump. Sit down, don't jump it. Come back. Step by step by step by step. Don't, don't go and put rice on the fire. And let it cook for five minutes before you put water. Hmm. Eh? It's not going to work that yes, way. Because even that happens, you burn the rice. You know they can still scrape it, salvage it, and pour water and cook it properly. Yeah. But let's not go through that route. Let's actually wash the rice. Let's put it inside the pot. Let's pour water. Let's pour salt and then put it on fire. Don't you think that's better? Yes, that's better. But that's what the soul does not like. 
So you now realize that when it comes to being led and accurately telling it, those three things that Egan mentioned is very crucial. Love, charity, which has to do a lot with your nature. The word, because what is in your nature will only be turned and changed by your relationship with the world. Praying, because word and prayer go hand in hand. So those two, word and prayer, right, is it would eventually lead to nature change. Yes, sir. That's why I mentioned that. I want to talk about love. To me, I see that that is higher. But but you can't arrive there without being a Christian. If you are a Christian, will you not will you not read your Bible? Because that is the foundation. And those two things are to build a posture. Again, a posture in you. Such that you are not too hasty. Why do you pray? Because you are not hasty. You are praying about it. You are trying to Okay, let me pray in the spirit. When you pray in the spirit, what it does is it begins to dance your natural self, which would have been used in the leading. Begin to dance it, dance it. When you pray enough, it gets to the point where you're not, you you can arrive at some point where you cannot be thinking straight spiritually. Oh, this thing. Okay, let me calm down. Lastly, why you need to pray. Sometimes when you are weak about something, start praying. The purpose of it is not because most of the time prayer will just magically remove it. It's because when you begin to pray, it begins to shift you. You begin to move. You begin to Because praying in the spirit begins to move you into an unknown world. Part of it is to dance or incident is to drop your natural sense that is very active. And then move you to start into a place where it's not just your natural sense that is active. It's spirit. Spiritual thing. Let's slow it down. Now they're activating faith. Faith, let faith prove it. Let's let, do this thing by faith, not by flesh. Don't use flesh. Use faith. How do you use faith? Not by I believe. I believe. Okay, wait. Okay, there's that aspect too. But I'm saying this. This is the kind of faith. This is another faith. This is faith of the sun. Use that one to judge things. It's life. So begin to pray. Oh, you yeah, are begin to pray. Pray. You remove carnal sense that is very active that could have given the leading to allow you to process and think on the leading way. When you pray, and when you pray also, is a meek heart asking for help. Such that if you get it wrong, God can quickly lead you. And what is the basics for your relationship with God as a believer, right? Your lifeline as a believer is both word and prayer, which is why, because, and word is important because when you structure your life, like I was giving that example, when you structure your life according to the word, you are a lot more careful than rushing to do things. But make sure you are weighing and judging things by the word. And when I say by the word, let me make it clear that okay, let me leave it. Let me leave it as it is. Because there's another aspect to the word when it says that, because you're wondering, because I'm hearing another question. You say, What do you mean that I'll just hear stand up and walk? Mm-mm. There's the okay, now let's is this this say all scripture is given by inspiration, right? So the same way the scripture is given by inspiration is the way God will lift the word by inspiration to talk to you about your life. Where, so for example, um, let me quickly think of a, let me quickly think of something. <laughs> the example I give, wisdom is profitable to direct, right? Now, you may want to do something, right? And God may want to tell you, no, don't go that way. Pause. Go and talk to this person. Whoa. God can talk to you like that. Now, He can talk to you that way, and lift from scripture by. Hmm. Wisdom is profitable to direct. 
Hmm. Then the understanding of it can lead you mm. to go and talk to someone. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's just an example again, but there are many ways this can happen. Right? But what I'm just saying is that there's a way God will speak to you by inspiration through the mm. word to lead you. It can be literal as rise up, look and walk. But you realize that it's not mostly like that most of the time. Mm. It's an understanding of it. The scripture will, a scripture will come. By understanding, you get a leading. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I'm just trying to explain. So, I don't know if I've been able to answer that question. Oh, yes, sir. Did I try? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, what's funny? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know if I, don't know if I actually... Because the, th- the reason why is because I, I just I feel a lack. I don't know. I just feel it like I, maybe I missed something. I don't know. That's what I'm trying. To, I'm trying to feel. I don't know if, if I missed something. I feel like maybe I'm not. Maybe it's because of maybe I'm just, I just don't have enough wisdom. I don't know. But I feel perhaps maybe there's still something. I, I, I know we are blessed. I know we are blessed. Yes, but yes. I just I just feel maybe there's something. I don't know. But God will help us. Amen. Amen. So Amen. I guess I guess we our question has been answered when it comes to leading. So, knowing when it is God and it is just part of ourselves, right? And one key thing I'll say to that and think part of what I said, just reiterating what I said, is sincere. See, once you are, you once you determined to be sincere, you realize that things will start, when you come to leading, you start getting it more accurate, better. How? Because when you're supposed, because sincerity, they'll tell you that, I don't think I get this thing out. Let me let me talk to someone, right? Things like that. Or mm, let me wait. You realize that is all those. It's, yeah. it's just it's, everything is start to being sincere, spiritually. Mm? And for you to be able to descend that area, right? There's the understanding of the soul being finicky. Just know that. Yeah. And when you know that, you yourself know yourself. Mm. Abby, yes. know yourself. Know that uh, I can tend to do this, but let me now begin to check it. Where okay, this is it me? Where is this flowing from? If it is me, okay, there must be because when it is all there's usually a gain somewhere, mm. Mm. right? Yeah, it could be that you want to teach what happened that way yeah. or something, yeah. just all kinds of things that yeah. you just attach. And you know, these things, what you want, you know, the things about spiritual things, what they have learned is that nothing is by you, yeah. Yeah. God. God is the soul. Is this soul? God is. God is sovereign. Meaning that many of the things that we maybe maybe God is leading us, we think we are the one that even should go and do it, not knowing that is God. God Himself wants to do something. Is it not better for you to just follow Him? Because what does leading really mean? Let me describe it this way: leading is not. Go there. And then you start going there. Leading is, that's not really leading. You know what leading is? I'll give you an example. A blind man is about to cross the road. So they don't see. Can they see? So let's forget what technology has done and how this is that doing. Let's go back to the, to what's that word? What is it used to use? Let's go back to, um, what's that word though? It's not classic. Let's go back to 
My device is going. Ah, I Maybe let's go to Asia. Is it Asia? There's a word, but I forgot it. But it just describe that no old time, but it's not it's just a time where there is nothing. Hey, let's go back to the real time. Real time. Hey. A blind person. Eh? In probably olden days and ancient times. That's on my head, but there's a word, but I don't know. God always told me I don't know, but let's forget it. But what that olden days, ancient time, perfectly no describe what I'm saying. If you go back there, a blind man. Who need somebody to hold their hand yeah. and take them to cross? Yeah. That's what leading is. Yeah. So most of the time we are being led, we are thinking we are the one that want to do something for God. God is just telling you follow me. Simple. Mm-hmm. You know that the attitude will be different. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to leading, it's like we well, want to show power that we know how to do things and you know all kinds of things. You know, ah, you know, there's all kinds of things. Leading, God is leading you, meaning that God is holding your hand and taking you. So a blind man want to cross. Somebody will hold his hand or hand and take them to cross. Simple. That's leading. But what you should think leading is that somebody will tell you because that's where we are. Because we are boss and we are a guy. It's, it's like command. Go there. And we expect the person to stand up and start going there and go and do whatever we say. No, no, no that's, that's where we are. Mm-mm. But God is just telling you, you just follow me. So we are really, when it comes to leading, we are actually following someone. As per somebody instructed us to go and do something, and go and do it, and we say we are led. No. God is actually taking your hand. Meaning that you relinquish you doing something. Much more following the person in front of you. Leading means more of following than going to do. If we have the attitude, that will slow us down. Because most of the time, when we get it wrong, it's because we are just too hasty. That's that's a major problem about leading. Why we get it wrong? Once we slow down, and if somebody is leading you, don't go faster than the person. If not, you go this road. Abi, is it not? Yeah. <laughs> it's as simple as that. So leading is more of following than just going to do things. Once we have that position, and also we should learn because of our nature. Of course, we are predisposed to to. To do certain things, but we should learn that leading is progressive, right? Yes, it is learning. You learn it as you grow, then you gain mastery because you gain wisdom. As God is leading you, He will store wisdom in you, and you gain more wisdom, more wisdom. Then. But what you might have to do is be, make sure that you don't throw away those wisdoms, because mm. that's why we always have ah, we are never getting it. Mm-mm. When God leads you, and you gain wisdom. Don't forget it. That means that you have to, that, and the person that won't forget is someone that will pay attention. Right? When we're not paying attention, wait, did I read the Bible today? Oh, my, my, my. I didn't read the Bible, I just quoted. Sorry, guys. But I think, I think we are blessed. But, but that's really, that's really it. Right? So it's much more about, uh, what's that? It's much more about, uh, Wisdom, yes. So when God is leading you, He has led you. In some, don't. It's an attitude, right? And that will also show in your natural and daily life. Don't forget wisdom. When God is leading you and show you something, you will use it. You gain. You gain wisdom. Ah, in this kind of situation. But when you are too afraid to gain wisdom, they will be showing you wisdom right in front of your face like this, and you'll be throwing it away. 
Why? Because all you care about is yourself. See, there is nothing wrong. See, when you are too, when you are too conscious about yourself, you can get, you can miss it, or you won't learn a lot. One thing about yourself is that the reason why we miss leading or we are always afraid in that area is because we want to appear perfect. It is okay to show you are not perfect. It's perfectly fine. And be humble enough to learn. See, but you don't realize, and what that means is that you create an attitude or you create an environment conducive for learning for yourself. Okay, what I said, okay, so. When I say it's okay, you're talking about appearance. Don't appear. Eh? Don't try to, don't look to appear perfect. It's okay. Eh? It's okay. Not to be perfect. But journey towards perfection. It is a step by step. Journey towards it. Eh? Don't kill yourself because you're not perfect. It just, it's a journey. But make sure, once you just, just make sure you are moving. Because you'll not get there one day. Yes. I hope that helps. Amen. Amen. You're smiling. Why are you smiling? Wow. Alright, let's just begin to thank God. Father, we thank you for today. Because time has gone. We give you all the praise. We thank you for your mercy. Thank you for helping us today. Thank you for showing up for wisdom concerning leading. Thank you, Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your mercy and your kindness. We say that exalted in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for, for teaching us again concerning the leading of the Spirit. Father, we say we are exalted in Jesus' name. We can't thank you enough for what you've done for us. Father, we just want to appreciate you today for your mercy and your kindness. Say that we're exalted in Jesus' name. Father, we give you all the praise. We return all glory to you. Father, we pray that uh, you will help us to make decisions and commitment in our heart to remain pure, to, to, to leave charity out of a pure heart in the name of Jesus. Even concerning leading that we would commit to purity of spirit, to pure heart, the pure heart. 
towards your, your speaking, towards your leadings in the name of Jesus. Father, you will help us to move into another phase of growth in leading, another phase of commitment to yielding to your spirit in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because of us other prayers. For in Jesus' mighty name, we You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth.